0: I'm Lauren Green, and this is the Let's Meet for Coffee podcast. This podcast was created so I could have real, authentic, and encouraging conversations with my special guests and with you. We'll talk about faith, relationships, passions, and purpose. So, whether you like coffee or tea, mimosas or matcha, grab your drink and join us. We're going to keep it real, grow together, and have some fun. Welcome to another episode of Let's Meet for Coffee. I am
1: Lauren and I'm hanging out with Megan. Thank you for joining me. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I am so, so, so honored to be here. How are you today? Good, good, busy, but good. I am home from um, work and yeah, now it just is an SLP packed day.
0: (laughs) I love it, so we are talking to Megan, the founder and creator of SLP, which stands for She Lives Purposefully. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this um, ministry, this business that she has created is absolutely amazing. So we are going to dive in to how that all began. So why don't you just let us know um, how you started with um, She Lives Purposefully.
1: Yeah, no. Well, first, thanks for your sweet words. It's so encouraging. Um, But yeah, so She Looks Purposefully began, um, I guess, about two years ago now, two and a half years ago, maybe. Um, And it started as a senior project for college. So I was graduating and you need something, you know, your your senior thesis kind of idea, but it was a project-based thing. And it had to basically sum up what you majored in and everything you learned. So I majored in comm, and I was like, let me create a website because um, I already kind of knew how to do that. And as I was trying to really figure out what I wanted to do for the project, the topic for it, I knew that I really wanted it to be something worthwhile and that would make an impact. And it wasn't just going to be something that like got me the grade and got me to graduate, you know. Um, I really wanted it to be impactful and really touch people. And so as I was trying to figure out what to do, I was actually. Um, kind of just reflecting on a past season of my life where the Lord had really healed my heart from a tragedy in my family. And um, he really used this kind of idea of purpose to do that. Like he, I was really struggling with pain and um, how the Lord could allow something to happen and and me feeling so angry and bitter and sad and stuck in that place. And the Lord showed me Second Corinthians one, where it talks about how God is the God of all comfort and he comforts us in all our affliction so that we can comfort others who may be in affliction with that same comfort that he comforts us with. And Mm -hmm. that's so that really stuck out to me because it was like, all right, here is purpose, you know, in pain, here's purpose in a situation, in a situation that I would have thought had no purpose, but like evil, you know? Um, And I, so I was just reflecting on that season where I kind of had that revelation and I thought to myself, what if, um, this idea of purpose could really do for others what it did for me, for me, it changed the direction of my life. I got so on fire for the Lord and I was like, all right, I just want to love people better and comfort people better and just tell people that Jesus cares about them. You know, it just, that became my whole lifestyle and mindset shift, um, And I was like, so what if this idea of purpose can really just impact the way people live and encourage them too? So for the senior project, um, I decided to call it She Lives Purposely. And I interviewed six different women that I felt like really lived purposely and intentionally in their lives and just talked to them about their stories, where they were at, um, what their thoughts about purpose were. um, And I really loved it. I was like my baby. I felt like, my heart and soul was poured out into this, this idea. Um, And it got a lot of great feedback and, and people, especially women were just really encouraged by it, which meant the world to me. And I was so grateful because it was like, I felt like I was really using it to glorify the Lord, just the things that I had studied and learned. And people were really telling me that I should continue it in some way. So yeah, over the next few months, I was like putting together a logo and branding and just what I wanted it to be. And And then she just purposely began. So we added blogs and different things. and and yeah, the rest was history.
0: That is amazing. I love, I guess the theme for this episode, right? What we're really gonna mm-hmm. dive into is the pain and that there's purpose in your pain. So you it started out as a college project, this end yeah. project for you. Um, but God really used something that you went through to bring Mm -hmm. about um, this whole idea. Um, If you don't mind sharing, what was that tragedy, that painful um, season that you went through? What exactly happened?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it was my first semester of college. I went to a Bible college in California and um, while I was out there, I was in class and my mom was calling me and I just was like, you know, I'll answer later kind of deal. And when I eventually did, she had told me that my grandma had passed away. Um, but -hmm. then gradually we had discovered that she actually had been murdered in her home. Um, and it really shook me to the core because up until that point, I feel like my life had been pretty, um, PG in a sense, you know, like nothing yeah. like crazy tragic had happened and, and there had been, you know, it wasn't like, like I had gone through, you know, people that I love passing away, but in my mind it was like, all right, this was like a natural thing. And then this is something that is unnatural. Like this was somebody inflicted pain on somebody else. And, um, it really wrecked me because I just, I just really didn't understand how to kind of, um figure out that like the Lord could be good and all knowing and still allow something like this to happen. Um, and I think I kind of had subconsciously and I would have never thought this out loud or even really thought that I believed this, but I think almost subconsciously felt like God is good because he's good to me, you know, because he's good in my life, because I can see that nothing bad has happened because he's always protected me because you know, X, Y, Z. Um, And, and that kind of blew up in my face, this idea of that, and that sense of security that like, um, life is easy, you know, because I follow Jesus and, um, yeah, it was tragic. And, and even to this day, we, we don't have answers on who did it. We don't, you know, there's no clarity, there's no closure. um, Wow. There's no justice. And, and I think that too was something for months that really, really, um, ate at me just because it was like, not only did something happen, but there's no justice in it. Like that, um, was really bothersome to me. So that, that is what happened. Yeah. She, um, yeah, she was murdered in her home. It was, uh, early morning and, and we don't have a why and we don't have a who or what or anything, but, um, yeah, that, that's what happened. And she, she loved the Lord. She loved Jesus. And, and that's always something that is such a comfort to us. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what happened <laughs> Yeah. In short. That's, that's so intense. And yeah,
0: I could very easily see where, like that was your reality. Like God is good mm-hmm. because my situation is good, right? Like my right. life, I mean, you go through stuff, but nothing like super like right. intense like that. And I know so many people, well, not maybe so many, but I've talked to people before where um, they think, like, once I accept Jesus into my heart, um, my life is going to be good. Like, it's great. Like, right. I won't, I'm not going to have any other trials. Everything's going to be good. Um, but that is right. from the truth. We still mm-hmm. um, will endure trials and tribulations. But the difference yeah. is that we have Jesus to help us get through those things. Um yeah. And I, I like how you said, you know, it was hard to see that God was still good. Um, and mm. I think that's something that I learned um, pretty early on in life, that mm. God is still good, even when it doesn't feel good. Um, yeah. And that's 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 hard to come to, like, that's a hard truth yeah. to understand. Uh, but once you, you know, kind of come to terms and submit yourself to the Lord, knowing that Mm-hmm. God is all knowing. He's all powerful. Um and that he's working it all together. You know, sometimes we don't mm-hmm. understand why things happen. You know, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um but he works it all for our good. Um and you touched on another thing that I kind of want to highlight and it's that there's no justice for what happened. And mm-hmm. I think for me personally like that's something that really aggravates me, right? Because when I see wrong being done to Mm -hmm. someone that doesn't deserve it, right? Like that injustice is happening. Like it's almost like this fire begins to kind of dwell within me and kind of like get set ablaze, if that makes sense. You know, like I remember in high school and this isn't anywhere near like a family member getting murdered, but I remember a friend of mine was getting um, teased, right, because he, um, his family's from India, and, you know, they eat uh, certain foods, and he had his certain beliefs, and this other kid was making fun of him, and, like, totally, like, cool. wow, yeah, like, in an Indian accent, just taunting him, and I could, re- like, I remember it like it was yesterday, like, the feeling of mm-hmm. rage that was starting to dwell within yeah. me, because, Like, who are you to be teasing this kid? Like, he was my friend at that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. just because he's not going to stick up for himself doesn't mean that I'm not going to say anything. You have to do better than that. Like, I was so upset that day. And so I can only imagine what it feels Mm -hmm. like to not have that justice, to have this rage against someone and not even know who Mm -hmm. that person is, right? yeah um in a sense it's almost like no closure. however, mm-hmm. I think we reach a point of maturity in Christ when we can forgive the person without receiving the apology that we deserve mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. in life like you're not going to get the apology, you're not going to get the explanation um, that you deserve, but, mm-hmm. It's important to let go of the bitterness and forgive that mm. person, even if you don't yeah. get what you expect, Absolutely. even if it doesn't work out the way you think or that it's supposed to work out, right? Yeah, um, right. And I think and that it kind is of, you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go it ahead. I kind of put out there, no,
1: no, no, I don't want to cut you off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. It just kind of reminded me of. Um, you know, allowing God to fight the battles for you. Like, obviously we do what we can within our own strength, but sometimes we just gotta surrender and hand it over to God and let him deal with it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something me and my sister were actually just talking about, um, was this idea of forgiving that person. Cause I think, um, you know, now, like, I feel like I can talk about it a lot more easily than I ever used to be able to, um, it's been multiple years and I feel like the Lord has really just met me in such a place where, um, like right after the incident for months on end, I don't think there was a day I went without like weeping, you know, and just feeling so angry. Like it was like, if anything kind of any trigger was just the end of the world, you know, it just felt like it broke me. Um, and now I feel like I can talk about it and know that like the Lord heals and the Lord saves and the Lord is going to be glorified and that she is with him now, you know, like totally safe and fine and like in his presence, which is so incredible. Um, but too, like we were talking about like forgiving somebody and I feel like, um, because really just bitterness, it does more against us than it ever does against that person because that person is never going to know how many people are bitter towards him, you know? 100%. But I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to heal without giving that up, um, which, which is a hard thing. And I think a lot of times it is a process, you know? Like if I had, if somebody had told me two weeks in after that incident, like, well, forgive them, I'd be like, all right, stop talking. You know what I mean? Like this isn't the time where the, like it's a process. Um, and it is a command of the Lord, but it is, it is a process still, but I feel like a huge aspect that really helped me do that is like you were just saying, like giving it up to the Lord because all throughout the old Testament, especially like in the minor and the major prophets and things, it comes time and time again, how much the Lord hates injustice and how much he hates when people who are voiceless or oppressed or whatever it is, are, are oppressed and you know like they um there's people who are coming at them and they can't they're the defenseless you know and I felt right. like that was the situation and I'm like all right lord I'm gonna trust that you hate this more than I do because I hate this with my whole heart like I had never felt that level of anger and sadness before but you're telling me that you hate injustice even more than I do and you are saddened and angered by this even more than I am and you are calling me to forgive and leave it in your hands. You know, vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. And that's truth. Like that's his. And um, so it really does. It's like, all right, I'm going to release this to you. And I'm going to trust that you are going to do what you will with it. And it turns out like something like she lives purposely spurred from it. It turns out that like, you know, I personally got to know the Lord so much deeper than I ever had before from like this perspective, of like he is a healer and you know she is with him in heaven and like it brought our family so much closer together like all of these different things that i know if we could go back we would all wish that she was still here but we can't and the lord the lord uses things for his good and are for our good and his glory and but ultimately like we can really trust that he is going to do what needs to be done whether it's on this earth or the next like vengeance is his justice is his that's his authority and his place to do, you know, all of those things. And so it's our job to forgive people because um, right. that's something he calls us to. So I feel like, yeah, that was a really big thing for me. in forgiveness was like, all right, the Lord is going to handle this the way that he knows best. Um, and he's the best one to handle it. And I don't have to carry the burden of bitterness because that's actually what it is, is a burden. Um, and it's like an extra harm in myself. Like I'm so hurt and now I'm adding bitterness on top of it. And it just is this weight that we can't bear. Like we can't bear it anymore, you know? Um, and, and we can give that up. Like we can give it to him and trust that he's gonna, he's gonna fight for us in ways that we couldn't fight for ourselves with bitterness, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. but it is, uh, I do think it is a process. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wanted to touch on that because the last thing I want to do is, maybe sugarcoat this to seem as if it's easy. Like this is not easy at all. Like trust me, like there are times where in my own life, you know, I was angry with God, you know, and I, you know, there's like, my prayers are not always pretty, you know, like I come to him with an open heart, completely naked, like heart wide open. Mm. And it's, it's just me being real with him, right? It's it's me getting down to like, I'm hurt and I feel like you have betrayed me. I feel like this person mm. has betrayed me um, and I don't know what to do with this. And you just, and you know, there's been times where I don't have the words, you mm. know, like I have tears and yeah. sobs and that's it. Like yeah. the most I can get out is like, God, you know my heart. Like just, just hear my heart because, like, I don't have the words to say, and mm-hmm. I think that's comforting. When the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit prays on our behalf, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to have the words; He'll pray yeah. for us and on, you know, intercede for us. Um, so I don't want this to to seem as if right. like this happened to Megan, and three weeks later she was good, and here we right. are with she lives purposefully and. Yeah. It's this big amazing thing like it's a process it's a journey even forgiveness itself like sometimes mm-hmm. you have to forgive over and over and over for it to really take root oh um, yeah so i want to make yeah. that clear that you know we go through things but that doesn't take out the ugly of it right like right. It's, it's a process for sure um it's yeah. progression over perfection it's not that Absolutely. you have to do it perfectly um, but it's taking it one step at a time. Um, and I like how you mentioned um, that God hates injustice. Um, so if we are this angered by it, yeah. imagine how God feels. And I was talking to my mentor yesterday. Um, and it was so perfect because mm-hmm. even me, like, I ended that phone call in tears because I was really just, I had a lot on my mind, a lot on my heart, and I was just pouring it out and I had been holding it in for so long. Um, And we were talking about something similar where it was like injustices or people Mm. doing things wrong, You know that they were leading people astray. We talked a little bit about injustice and as well as like false prophets, right? People who claim to know Jesus and to follow him, but yet they're leading people in an unjust path in the way that they shouldn't. Um, And she kind of, she said something that really struck me. She said, you know, I almost feel bad for them because the amount of judgment that's going to fall upon them is a heavy one. You know, Mm -hmm. God doesn't play around with injustice. He doesn't play around with people who claim to do one thing and are doing something else. Um, And they will ultimately have to pay for their actions pay and and reap the consequences of that. So um, absolutely I hope that's comforting to someone because it was comforting oh. to me as I was feeling betrayed and as I was feeling like a little bit of that injustice um, yeah she reminded me that they are gonna have to be held accountable for that and the the level and the severity of the judgment that's oh. going to pass, um, is that is a is a big one? So she had mentioned that, and I thought it was a good point since mm-hmm. you were talking about um, you know how much God hates um, the injustice, yeah. just like we do. Another thing you mentioned is that there's there's different levels. We talked about this being a process, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's levels to knowing who Jesus is, right? Like yeah. before right. this point. Um, I don't know how your relationship with God was but it got deeper
1: yeah. after this.
0: And I think that's such a beautiful thing, you know, you were able to be get closer to your family, you were able to spend more time with them, you know, have mm-hmm. deeper discussions and conversations. And I think that's the beauty of God is that we don't get to know him all at once. Right? We get to discover his character and who oh, he I is. Love that yeah through the trials that we go through, as we experience different things in this life, we see new layers of him yeah. um and for you, it was this layer of God is still in control, that he is mm-hmm. a just God, that he is a good God um yeah. a friend of mine right now she struggles with control, right so she if it's not in within her grasp her power, she struggles release like with, yeah. with releasing control to God, you know, like, how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to do this? Like, if it's if it's to be, it's up to me to figure out and I'm not going to rely right. on anybody else. So in the season mm-hmm. that she's in right now, she is seeing a new version of God, this version that he is her provider, that he is going to work it out it. for her. And I think yeah. as we go through things and as we experience things, we see him at new levels and Absolutely. Um, deeper deeper levels for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think even it's sometimes something that we have to like we we learn characteristics of the Lord that we even have to relearn time and time and time again. Yeah. And it's so cool though because then we can always go back and be like, well the Lord showed me this at this time. You know, the Lord showed me that he knows how to heal, so I can trust him to heal in this season and I can trust him to come through here because he's, you know, like he's been faithful. And and I feel like that too is growth is like looking back at the Lord's faithfulness and trusting that he is going to be that again, you know, oh. I'm just relying on him. So I really, yeah, I love that you were saying that. Yeah, that's so good. Definitely being able to um,
0: look back. And I think that's something that's important because um, I feel that some people, they don't want to look to their past, you know, they haven't maybe completely healed from it or they just want to forget about it. But for me, mm-hmm. Like, I never want to forget where I was, not because I wish I was there, but because I always want to remember how desperately I needed God. I never want to think that I've got it all together, that I can do this by myself. I always want to be reminded that I need him in my
1: life and to see where he brought me from. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And just like all he has done and can do still. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think it's a good
0: reminder for us and a good testimony for other people. Cause like you said, he is the God of all comfort. And that's where kind of the light bulb went off for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're going through this season, you are hurt, you're in pain. um, You don't have any kind of clarity. You don't have any kind of answers to what has happened. um, And you're just like, over it like I'm over this God and I'm so hurt I'm so frustrated but you can he placed that verse you came upon that verse that says he is the God of all comfort so that we can comfort others and I think that's a huge piece to the puzzle I know a lot of people who are afraid to share their story Mm -hmm. and I whenever I get a chance to talk with them they're like you know I'm, I'm really scared I don't know and I always encourage them. I said, you know what? Your story is not for you. It happened yeah. to you and through you, but it's not for that you. Girl. Right. It's yeah. for the next person, you know, this the, yeah. the person that's going through something similar, the person that needs hope or encouragement. Right. Um, that's who your story is for. So right. be bold in that, stand in that and, you know, share your story and share what God has brought you through because you never know who needs to hear what you went through or what you have to say.
1: Right. And I think, too, it is, right, like you said, just that. And it really speaks to the fact that, like, seasons of pain, you know, like you said, that happened to us or right. or even things that we may do to somebody else unknowingly or knowingly or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, the things that we go through are so much greater than ourselves and so much greater than our situation and our story and i think that speaks to like purpose and pain and purpose in general is it's so much bigger than for yeah. us like the season of pain like the lord is using it one for sure to work through me and in me and he like i said before like was working in me more than i ever had experienced before but to like so that you know so that you can go help other people like All of these things too are so that we can spread his love, be his hands and feet, glorify him and have his kingdom here on this earth, you know? So whether it's like an awful season of pain and heartache that feels unconquerable, or if it's the best season ever, it's never just for us. And I feel like so often we can have this tunnel vision of like, I'm never going to get through this, or this is the best season for me and nobody else can partake, you know, kind of idea. But it always should be for others and for the Lord. Like it always should have those things. And I think that too is, like I said, something that really brought me through that season is realizing like this pain is bigger than myself and I can be a part of something bigger than myself. I can allow the Lord to use what has happened to me as part of something that glorifies him, that heals me and that helps other people, which is huge. Like I can be part of having other people feel the comfort of the Lord. Like yeah. that's incredible, you know? So I feel like, again, that speaks to purpose in general. Like it's our purpose isn't about us to begin with. It's about like being able to be his hands and feet and glorify him and love him. And that's it. Like love others, love Jesus, glorify Jesus. That's I love it. that. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I love that you're saying that. It just, it is for other people. And I think again, even that can be a process in coming to terms with that because there's times when we have to really, process things for us absolutely if something happens to us there's a need to process it for us but to always know like eventually in that process of healing like it is going to be able to be used for somebody else you know absolutely and and I think being open to that is really important too I love that I love how you said um it's bigger than us
0: you know mm-hmm. our purpose not only purpose and pain but just purpose in general like you yeah. are created for so much more than what You probably think you are, Um, like there's purpose in you, and it's God has such great—I want to say aspirations, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like our God is a big God. Like He dreams big. He Mm goes like big goals, big dreams, and I think that He Mm -hmm. has big aspirations for us too. So our calling and um, our purpose is definitely bigger than us, and. Like you said, like you can now be a part of comforting someone mm-hmm. else. So not to say that I mean I wish um like you wish your grandmother was still here with you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but if she was, where would she lives purposefully be? Would it even right. be she lives purposefully? Would it be right. something else? You know, God mm-hmm. used that. Um to be able to propel you into this season Absolutely. and be able to use this platform to do exactly that, to, yeah. to come for others through your ministry. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about that. So now you have um, SLP um, and it's doing amazing. Tell um, everyone a little bit about um, what it is that you do, um, through SLP and, Mm -hmm. you know, how it's just been growing and how God has been using you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she lives purposefully now. So it started, like I said, as, um, I interviewed six women, um, and then it was blogs and now we have studies. So the way I like to describe it is a Christian lifestyle resource, um, Mm -hmm. and kind of just tying in everything with, um, Christian living, which I think is very closely connected to purpose, because I think, again, that our purpose is to glorify the Lord and the different ways He has for each of us to do that. You know, like we're all created differently and very uniquely created. And we all have different plans that the Lord has for us. But ultimately, the goal of each of our lives is to glorify Him. So um, I think tying everything to that idea of um, living purposefully should look like living the way that God wants us to. And how can we practically do that? And how can we do that um, in the ways of who we are? You know, because that's going to look differently for you than it is for me. And some things are going to look the same, like aspects of obedience. But um, the Lord is going to take us on different journeys. You know, so that I think that summed up is what I would I would call it is kind of a Christian lifestyle um, resource for women um, to really equip them to be able to um, be able to walk. The walk you know and abide in the Lord Jesus Christ very practically whatever season of life you're in whether you're in high school whether you're in college whether you're you know working a mom or just you know like a young adult or an older adult doesn't matter you know just um everything and I I, yeah so but basically in short what she was purposely is um and it seriously has just been such a blessing to be able to really connect with women like yeah. yourself, you know, like we never would have met probably. I don't know, like maybe, right. maybe there's ways the Lord could have done that. But um, like that is how we got connected was through um, She Lives and being in a Facebook group together that I hopped on because of She Lives and you hopped on because of your ministry and right. um, just like being a boss babe that's a Christian. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. so it just like it has been such a blessing and to be able to to hear that like other women have been blessed through she lives and through jesus in it and what he's been speaking to me about and just sharing that like has been almost i would say like i could put she lives to rest right now and it would have served his purpose you know what i mean if one single girl was like impacted or felt encouraged like that's it <laughs> like yeah. not that I want that to be the case like I'd love for it to continue forever but like I really feel like ultimately it has served its purpose if one girl was encouraged and equipped you know so yeah that is she lives in short I don't know if that specifically answered your question
0: <laughs> yeah it totally did and I love um because it's like God will leave the 99
1: for mm-hmm. the one
0: so I think even with things that I post, you know, sometimes I'm not as consistent as I should be, or I struggle with um, putting things out there. But I always pray like, God, like, let this be for the one. If it touches one person's heart, if it helps Mm -hmm. one person today, then I've done my job, right? And of course, the goal is to be able to help multiple people, right? Like you said, like, we want this to go on and on. And ride it till the wheels fall off, but if all we do is help one person, then um, it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, for sure. So um, I just want to allow you an opportunity to maybe give a word of encouragement um, Mm. to the person who might be where you were, um, Mm. that they're in a season of pain or uncertainty and Yeah, they're trying to trust God through it all, but we know how difficult that could be. So what is just a word of encouragement that you have for them um, to maybe give them a sense of hope and uplift their spirits?
1: Yeah, Um, I think first I would really just say that I know, especially if you're in the thick of it, it feels like nobody can relate and like you're the only one who has ever felt something like this. Um, and maybe even like a very lack of trust of God, it could be very present. Um, I remember people talking to me and trying to encourage me with the book of Job where he lost everything. And I even thought like Job can't relate to me, you know, kind of idea, which was a crazy idea, but I really felt that like, it just was like, nobody can really relate to the way that I'm feeling right now and the doubts that I'm having right now. And I feel so alone and I feel like I am in. The deepest pit i've ever been in and i think jumping off of that like just to say that there is hope and there is you know we're in the valleys but there is a mountain and there is a hill that you're gonna get to and to like ultimately sometimes there's gonna there's gonna be things that come into our lives that feel like they're never gonna pass and sometimes they won't you know sometimes those things last until we pass on into eternity like that's just the reality of life right now. Um, but Jesus cares more than we realize he is the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our affliction. And, um, that chapter even goes on to talk about how there was affliction that they were facing that felt like death, you know, like they had received the sentence of death and just to be encouraged that like, you are not alone in the way that you're feeling. And I know that I probably can't relate exactly, but, you can know that jesus hears you and that he sees you and that he cares one of my absolute favorite favorite passages and a teacher of mine was talking about it right after my grandmom had passed away Mm. was the death of lazarus um and you know jesus they were like lazarus is sick you know we should go you can heal him and jesus held off he didn't start his journey yet and then lazarus passed away and that's when jesus came and when he comes, Martha comes to meet him and she's like, Lord, Lord, like if you would have been here, you could have like healed him. But like she says something like, But Lord, I know that you like you you can do all things, you know, like she puts her trust in him still. But Mary does not come to see him. Martha actually has to go to Mary and say, Jesus is looking for you. So then Mary goes and you can already sense that she's more bitter, you know. And she she just says, Lord, if you would have been here, like you could have done something. And she doesn't say, But I know that like It's still in your will and I know you're good and I know you can fix it. None of that. She just says, if you would have been here. And like in that single sentence, you know that she, like you said earlier, felt left down by Jesus, Mm. let down, by Jesus. you know, she, she, she did like, she says it there. Like if you would have been here and you didn't show up kind of reality. And I remember him saying that and it's, I literally started weeping in class because I was like, that's exactly how I feel is like, God let me down. He wasn't there when I needed him and he's still not there when I need him. And then the next verse is literally that Jesus wept, you know, and I think it really just speaks to the fact that Jesus cares so deeply. He cares that you feel let down by him, even knowing that he didn't actually let you down. And I know that can be hard to hear, but he didn't, but we can feel that way. And he cares so, 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 so much more than we can imagine. And he wants to meet you where you are. And I think sometimes we have to come to the place where we stop trying and struggling and, you know, trying to fix it ourselves to just cry at his feet and be like, this is all you, if you're going to fix it, do it. Cause I can't. Um, yeah. So I feel like just my ultimate encouragement would be that he cares so much, even when he knows that we feel like he failed us. Um, he's not mad that we feel that way. He, he loves us so much. Um, yeah, and I think that would be my encouragement, I guess. <laughs>
0: I love that. I kind of want to piggyback on that because I remember a conversation I had with my dad. Um, mm. And it was in a season, it wasn't too long ago, maybe a couple of months, where I was like expressing how God is never late, but rarely ever early. And I yeah. was talking about that he's always on time. He knows what mm. we need. And my dad... Um, in a way, challenged me because he brought that same story to mind Mm -hmm. uh, when Lazarus dies, but then he raises Lazarus from the dead. Mm -hmm. So he said, sometimes God will allow you to feel like he's late. He will allow you to get to the point of no return so mm-hmm. that way he could then do something even greater in your life. It's yeah. he's at that point in Jesus's ministry, he had healed people. They knew that yeah. he could do it. Right? He had never ris- risen someone from the dead, and it was an That's even true. greater miracle than just healing them. Yeah. So maybe he's allowing this to show out even more in your life. Um and he challenged my thinking with that. And it kind of just b- brought a whole new perspective that sometimes we feel as if God doesn't see us. He's late. He's mm-hmm. never going to show up. But when he does, he shows out and he goes yeah. all out, all in. Um, and ultimately, you know, so that way we can give him the glory, so that way we can mm-hmm. really turn our eyes back to him and say, You are still good even in the midst of the yeah. things that didn't feel so good.
1: Right. Right. And I just jumping off of that too, like I remembered in that season for me, like for months, I was so angry, you know, like yeah. incredibly angry and sad and bitter. And it really felt like a hole I was not going to be able to exit out of. Um, and in literally one night, like when the Lord showed me second Corinthians one, it, was as though the words were lifting off the page like to me and I just felt the Lord like you know like really just come over me and speak like words to me that were like you know I'm good like you know and all of a sudden and I and it sounds so silly or just kind of even made up but in an instant like all of my sadness and all of my anger was gone like that night I had never like felt that angry again or that deeply sad like it was this incredible healing yeah that I would not have been able to have said, was that incredible had it happened four months earlier, you know, cause I would have been like, wow, that was a quick recovery. Like, or, you know, like I, you know, it's not that big a deal, I guess. Or maybe I'm just, you know, insensitive to my own like situation or something. Mm -hmm. But like, because I had felt so low because I had felt like I was just at the pit, you know, and he raised me up out of that it was, it just is like all the more glorifying to him that like, he is able to do more than I can ask or imagine, um, literally to do the impossible, you know, to heal somebody in a single night, um, is, is crazy. So just, yeah, like speaking to that, like he wasn't late and he was hearing me for all of those months, you know, cry out to him. Um, and he wasn't early either, like you said, which I, which I really loved that.
0: Right. That was beautiful. So For anyone that wants to be part of the SLP family and wants to follow along on the journey and have access to those um, Christian lifestyle resources, where can they find
1: you? Yes. Um, You can find us just online at shelivespurposely.com, or you can find us on Instagram. That is um, our main community at She Lives Purposely, and also Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube even, but yeah, so Instagram would be the main one.
0: Yes. If, if you're all listening, right? all
1: about pain. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I know. It's very that.
0: encouraging, very uplifting. <laughs> um, I just thought this would be the per- perfect opportunity to talk about yeah. purpose and I love it. that yeah. there there's nothing that God doesn't use, you know, uh, even if it's pain. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, yeah. He uses yeah, it all. all.
0: Scraps and everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, he really does. Like the highs and lows, he uses them. And there's nothing too messed, messed up, up that he can't use 100%. Right. So make sure to check
0: out Megan and She Lives <laughs> Purposefully. Check out her website, shelivespurposefully.com and on Instagram at she lives purposefully. Um, Megan, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me and to share your story and just be so transparent.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you for having me and for, yeah, just bringing up this very real and raw topic because, yeah, I think we all need to just be reminded sometimes that there is hope beyond what seems like the darkest of shadows. So yeah, I love this conversation and I love you. I'm so Ah, grateful. I love you too. I know that this is going to bless someone.
0: So I'm super excited. Um, to all the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We really hope that you were blessed, um, by this conversation and let us know what you think. If you have any comments or anything you'd like to add, um, please let us know. Um, and we're praying for you. We love you. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you on the next one.